Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Consultants Conversations and thanks for joining us today. Today we're speaking with Kate McKenna from Next Evolution Performance. Thanks for joining us, Kate. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And today we're going to have a, a conversation about high performance coaching mm. and, you know, really kind of um, what that means, why people should do it, what the elements are, how it works and everything like that. So. I suppose let's just start off with an introduction to you and a bit more about kind of what you do for everyone who's listening. Definitely. So I call myself a high performance coach. Um, and what that means is I work off the basis that everyone deserves to be at their best always. Um, but we don't necessarily know what that is because we haven't been taught to naturally do things that way. We're taught to just work harder and harder and accomplish whatever we need to accomplish. So my focus is helping people to realize their energy drains so what what things energize them what things drain them how they structure their days for that um, and then a huge piece of it is mindset and so resilience mental fitness all of those types of things to help people get through the day-to-day stresses of life so i mean what what, what are the typical kind of the, the pressure points, those stress points that people are kind of coming to you with or should be coming to you with. Coming to, exactly. Yeah. So a big one that we talk a lot about is just everyday um, exhaustion. So again, as I said before, people are taught just to work harder and harder and just we've always done things this way so or we should always keep doing them or don't challenge what's working, that type of thing. We know now from, we use a lot of neuroscience and um, psychology principles which have given us the information around our brains are all built differently so no two brains are built the same. When we can understand how your individual brain works, we can then start to understand what are the individual things that drain you of your energy and how do we structure your day so that you're not getting to the end of the day or the week or the month and feeling like it's just total burnout and exhaustion all you want to do is lay on the lounge um, or it could sometimes be the total opposite that people are understressed um, and they're not actually doing enough and so they're still feeling that you know exhaustion from actually not using their energy wisely so really starting to think um, better about the things that we do when we do it how we're structuring it to use our energy better so it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all it's working out what works best for you for the individual exactly and that's why we use the neuroscience so we um, profile each individual person to get a better understanding of their natural biorhythm of their brain and from that saves us so much coaching time because we can then go straight to well what is it that you need as an individual rather than oh we've got a whole bunch of tools that we'll randomly go through until we find something for you so how does that process work I mean if I came to you and said okay It's not working for me at the moment. What's the first step? How do we kind of move through the process from kind of me saying, I need some help before I burn myself out? And where do we go from there? So that's that's probably the biggest step for everyone to begin with, is to put up your hand and say, I need some help. Um, Everyone that I speak to will say to me, this is how I feel, but isn't that life? Um, Yeah, it is, but that doesn't mean it has to be that way. So pat yourself on the back if you're actually at that stage of putting your hand up. Um, The second piece to that is to start to have um, more of an in-depth conversation around what is it that is actually going on. You know, where are the pain points? What is it that you're feeling pressured about or uncomfortable, etc.? And we take a holistic view. So quite often I will go in at a business level and then we'll start talking about 
marriages or children and social life and all of those types of things because we forget that that side of our life can be just as stressful and take a lot out of us as well. So we start to have a look at all of that first. What is it that you know is causing these pain points? And from there, we can start to look at, do we want to do some individual coaching? So it's one-on-one, that we're very, it's very intensive. We go through a, um, an initial three-month period to really start to uncover what those pain points are, what's stopping you from you know, delivering on high performance and being the sustainable high performance person that you want to be. Um, But then we've also got, if you've got teams and people around you, we've got the option to start doing some workshop and team building things as well to not only help you be a high performing individual, but then increase that within your team as well. So overall, you're looking at getting higher productivity and profitability for your business on a sustainable basis going forward. I mean, when you're saying with a team, what kind of numbers are you talking? What's kind of the smallest team you could work with up to what's kind of, is there a top end? There's no, well, there's really no minimum and no top end in my view. So um, I'm doing a group of 150 people tomorrow. Um, I did a group of eight people last week. Um, You know, it's really dependent on how much or what you want to deliver how you want to deliver that and how much you're willing to invest in your people to ensure that you know their productivity is key you know we don't our focus is we're trying to reduce down the amount of energy that people spend or effort that they put into things increase that level of performance um so yeah like and as i said it depends on what you want to deliver tomorrow as i said i've got 150 people that will be a really good group of people how intimate I can get with them will depend on the people that are in the room. Obviously, last week, the group I had of eight people uh, was to the point that I was having to kind of stop the conversation and move them on because they were getting so in-depth and intimate around what they were sharing. So, yeah, just depends on the group. It's been interesting. I was reading an article the other day which was talking <clears> about how the, um, burnout is becoming more common now because of there's less structure. Yes. Which, you know, because we're no longer kind of in this kind of standard nine-to-five, nine we have to go to the office, etc. Because you'd think more flexibility and more freedom would mean less burnout, but is it actually creating more issues in the workplace? I think it does when it's not dealt with appropriately. So what the challenge we still have, and this is why I do a lot, I call it mental fitness, so a lot of work on mindset, is because our beliefs are hardwired from the age of five. So up until the age of five, you notice with kids, they grow and they learn really quickly. And then after that, our learning starts to slow down because our brain hardwires. So what happens is later in life, we'll have these belief systems um, wired within us. And so a lot of people these days will look at flexible working as, oh, well, we can't do it or our business can't do it because of these reasons. Now, not saying that that's not, um, they're not right, those people, but I, I challenge and I question whether it's actually true. So because it's always been done that way, that doesn't necessarily mean that it can't be done another way. So what we quite often find is you will have a group of people who will be able to work flexibly, but their mind, their um, belief system may be limiting them or the people around them may be limiting them. Um, I've got one client who he runs a financial services business and his belief is unless his people are sitting in front of him, they're not working. So that makes it really difficult for all of his staff to be flexible because he doesn't believe that they actually deliver when they're not there. So they could, what then starts to happen is they start to get exhausted and burnt out because they're trying to go over and above to prove to him that they still actually do what they're doing when they're at home or, you know, in in another location, those types of things. Um, And that's where 
that um, mental piece can be really draining just as much as you know physically running around doing bits and pieces because yeah. they're subconsciously concerned what he's thinking all the time. Presumably then you need to coach the, the, the manager. The leader, to, to, exactly. To stop worrying so much, you know, if the work's getting done, then just... Just, exactly, step back from that. And that's where, that can be part of the, the biggest part of it as well, is overcoming those um, belief systems. Because like, as I said, they're hardwired from the age of five, just through all the different interactions and things that happen to us throughout the life. It's like our brain is like a computer and it just starts to, it'll create a file. And so when in a whenever anything happens to us, it flicks through those files and has a look for something that's happened before that's similar. So what it'll do is then throw up a behavior to you and say, well, this is what happened, this is how you should react or this is how you should feel or think. Um, so you're right, for him, he's had a bad experience in the past. So what we need to do is, um, I call it, create a new bank of evidence to prove to him that that wiring isn't right and you can undo that wiring so we used to think that the brain was inflexible but we now know from neuroscience that it can it is flexible and we can create new wiring it's called neuroplasticity of the brain so that's where when people talk about mindfulness and all of these types of things you just start to practice those positive and opportunistic thoughts and you um, it's like when you go to the gym if you want to increase your back squat you don't just go once and all of a sudden you do 150 kilo back squat. You do a program for 12 weeks and gradually build it up. It's the same with the wiring in your brain. You need to keep telling it, actually, no, this is working because of these reasons and um, force it to go down that way of thinking rather than going to the natural thought that's potentially holding you back. Okay, great. We're just coming to the end, end of the episode there. Sure. Um, so just in case anybody got distracted because the doorbell went, yeah. somebody was, kids were making a funny noise. What's kind of one thought that we could just leave the listeners with to kind of take away with today? Definitely. I would say in terms of your energy, think about how you structure your days in terms of how much energy you have rather than how much time. Time is fixed. It's 168 hours in the week. That will never change, but your energy goes up and down. So if you've got low energy, don't do heavy tasks. All right, great. Well, thanks very much for your time. Pleasure. And Thank you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. And as always, hope you carry on the conversation. Thanks.